0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Russ and Randy podcast. I'm Russell Faust, and I'm here with Dr. Randall Wong. Hey, everybody. Hey, Russ. Hey, Randy. We're here for Tips in 10 to help you brand and market your hospital or practice in 10 minutes or fewer. Randy, what are we covering today?
1: Well, we're going to talk about transparency, the three types and why it's important. Three types? Okay, two with maybe a subset. Two and a half. Yeah. Okay. You and I are huge on being transparent. And uh, the more transparent you are, I think you will agree. Transparency is necessary for engagement. Engagement is that process by which you take in a reader to your website and make them a, a client. And No, wait, wait, wait. What is transparency? What do you mean by that? I don't know. We just use the term without defining it.
0: <laughs> that works for me. Thank yeah. you, everybody. We'll see you next week.
1: Well, I think in our world, there's two types of transparency. There may be three types. There's Two and a half. That's right. The half is, there's personal transparency, and that's more about who you are, not what you are. And then there is also business transparency, how your practice or hospital operates, what's important to your your business. And each is important in the process of engagement, engaging uh, readers or developing them into new patients. As a subset of personal transparency, we're also going to talk about maybe professional transparency. And I think in terms of, you know, defining transparency, a a good term might be honesty. I like that. What's what's really, what are you really about? What really makes you tick? What really made you become a doctor? What interests you? Because doctors innately are irrelevant or not relevant to our
0: patients. Scary words. We're less and less relevant than the whole health system these days.
1: Right. It's because our patients don't understand. Our patients aren't doctors. They didn't go through med school. So we're trying, through transparency, we are trying, uh, we have to establish avenues where we can become more relevant to them. Even though we put our diplomas that they can't read up under our walls, that's really meaningless. They they have no understanding of the esoteric residencies or fellowships that we completed. <laughs>
0: No, they, they, they don't care about that stuff. That's right. They don't know the difference between a medical student and a resident
1: and a fellow and an attending. They've got no concept. Or an intern or resident. Yeah, right. absolutely. So if we help them understand that, we become more relevant. But if we're more transparent about talking about who we are as a person, we can really become relevant. I like to define personal transparency as like who you are not what you are. What you are or what we are, doctors, nurses, health providers. Everyone knows that. But who you are is very important. I'm a father. I like Labrador Retrievers. I love to play competitive tennis. I hate playing golf, but I love watching it on TV. And the reason this is engaging is because your patients are going to find something you have in common. You know what? Even if they don't,
0: these attributes, these activities make you human they make you more approachable and one of the biggest obstacles i think between patients and their physicians or patients and their hospitals is that it's so automated now it's so robotic and physicians are so separated from their patients by emrs and technology that sharing those things makes you human makes you approachable and i think that increases the engagement so i I think That personal transparency that you're talking
1: about has great value. And and the other thing is that they're able to tell or brag about you to other people because they understand the words that are coming out of their mouth. I just met the greatest doctor. His kids are into ice hockey. I just met the greatest ear, nose, and throat doctor. His kids are into dancing, singing, and musical instruments. Those are things that they may share with you. And the same is true for basically every physician out there. Personal transparency, by example, I, I often uh, challenge doctors that don't understand personal transparency or they think personal transparency is unnecessary. In my waiting room, I took, I took all my diplomas and put them on one side of the wall and replaced the other half of the wall with pictures of my hockey teams, myself with the kids doing some activities or hobbies. And it's interesting which pictures or which set of pictures garner the most comments. And I don't have to tell you, it's the ones about my personal attributes that bring up the most conversation. You know, when a patient asks you, so do you have kids, or it's an, it's an effort to find out, make, to, get, to establish a common denominator. And that's what this is really all about. And like Russ said, this makes us more human. This makes us more like them.
0: And the the other thing I want to kind of reinforce, Randy has mentioned this in the past, and I'd never really recognized this. I do now. And I think one of the things you give your patients when you tell them about your personal interests is you give them a way to gift you. It's incredible the number of patients that you take care of that really, really want to bring you something nice for the holidays or for your birthday. And they have no idea. They've had no concept. And if they ask the people at the front desk, they often have no concept. And if you share those interests, you're giving them a means of giving back. You're giving them a means of better connecting with their doctor. You're giving them a way to gift you. And I really like
1: that kind of that approach that, that Randy uses. That brings up a very interesting uh, anecdote. My. Personal bio usually goes something like what I just read. Love Dunkin' Donuts, hate golf. Love competitive tennis, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, hate Starbucks. I get two common gifts from my patients all the time, and it really makes my heart swell. I will get a gift certificate to Dunkin' Donuts, and I will get tennis balls. And the reason it's, it, it's so important is it really warms my heart because I know. They're reading all about me, and it just—it's—it's it's really a nice compliment. It is a true gift. Absolutely, you know that you've got true engagement. No,
0: I—I I, I love that. Um, so we've covered personal transparency. Um,
1: what do you think about
0: business transparency?
1: Well, business transparency is uh, probably less important for the solo practitioners, but very important for. Uh, health institutions or hospitals.
0: Yeah, in what sense? I mean, how, so how does, how does a hospital use, you know, a big health system use business transparency to better engage or build trust?
1: Well, I think it, their, their element is that they need to be a fortress in the community. So it's kind of their mantra, it's kind of their brand. Before you've talked about the Mayo Clinic, and I think that is by broadcasting or defining their mantra. That is an element of business transparency. What, just go over it again.
0: So Mayo Clinic, for example, says they provide unparalleled patient experience as the most trusted partner for their health care. Cleveland Clinic does something very similar. So basically what you're saying is kind of their transparency is to share their mission.
1: Okay. Right. What's important to them? It's not good enough these days. Just say we're a hospital and we're here, we're here and we want to help you. We have to have something more. It's a more of a competitive world and everyone's marketing. So what sets you apart from the hospital down the street? And for a larger institution, their transparency is very important. Their, their message, their mission is very important. So basically
0: sharing their mission. You know, I've, I've written about this a little bit. I, I, I feel pretty strongly about this. What some of our listeners might be thinking about is the, is the storytelling that many of their hospitals that they're familiar with do. That is... You know, I drive down the road here and I'll see a billboard for one of the local health systems. And it's all about how they're innovative, how they're pushing into the future of healthcare, And they're talking about their robotic surgery program. Unfortunately, because I know about that health system, I know that it's not really a program there. They bought one surgical robot and it sits in the operating room and it's used occasionally, but it's not really... An entire program. They're not really story doing. So I just want to point out, there's a huge difference between telling the story and actually doing the story. And I think what Randy's saying is that story doing is the transparency part. That is, it has to be pervasive in the whole system, in the whole hospital,
1: and practice at every level. We're circling back kind of to honesty. You know, what are you really about? You know, you you used a word that we we should, uh, professionalism, or, story, there is a subset of personal transparency, and we're going to call it for this show professional transparency. Slightly different than personal transparency, but you might be able to share your philosophy of medicine or the, pra- the way in which you practice on your website, your bedside man- manner, your practice philosophy. All this is important. Remember, patients are looking for a doctor, they need to make a decision. The more information they give that you give about yourself, the easier it is for these these readers to become your patient. And Russ, I'm going to take the words out of your mouth, but give you the intro. A great way is to tell your professional story.
0: I, I think I think Randy's absolutely right. I, I feel very strongly about this. And we, we discussed this a little bit before recording the podcast episode. I think those practices and hospitals, I see hospitals do this where the physicians provide their story in their bio. And by that, I mean sharing their quote calling to practice medicine that is what brought them into medicine why do they practice in the field they practice in you know i know randy talks about this on his site why does he do what he does i do this on my site why are you in medicine why are you in your specialty um why are you in a broad family practice for example or a very narrow niche for example but you know what sort of patients really rock your world when you make them better And those stories will allow patients to connect to you and your practice. Increase engagement, increase trust. So I I like that idea of kind of personal business and the professional aspect. That is, why are you in your profession? And share that. I think it's a, a story worth sharing.
1: Well, thanks everybody for listening. Please download, share, review, no, rate and review us either on, go ahead. iTunes. Libsyn. Libsyn. ReachMD.
0: And Stitcher. And Stitcher. And listen, guys, check out ReachMD for a variety of professional content. See you later, everybody. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thanks. See you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. We sincerely hope that these sessions will help you to better connect with your patients. Our goal is to get you into the digital world and to get you found. Please leave a review of this podcast on iTunes, five stars of course, and visit us at russandrandy.com for more how-to details. See you there, and until then, keep chilling.